Hi, boys and girls. Like you, Santa is listening to the Merry Little Podcast of MyMerryChristmas.com. Merry Christmas and welcome to another episode of the Merry Little Podcast of MyMerryChristmas.com. My name is Jeff Westover, lead podcast freak at the Merry Forums of My Merry Christmas, our online community of thousands of Christmas fans from all over the world. This episode of the Merry Little Podcast is brought to you by a little thing we call Operation Christmas Cheer. This year, we celebrate our 16th season of the Christmas Card Exchange at My Merry Christmas. And part of that little tradition comes another that we run through our service organization that we call Santa Slay. Santa Slay not only works to help individuals and families in need at Christmas, we also have this simple little thing called Operation Christmas Cheer. It's just an organized effort to send glad Christmas tidings of comfort and joy to some folks who might be having a rough go of things. They may be older folks who are now shut in or individuals without a strong support system, maybe a child who is sick or perhaps just someone somewhere who could just use a little Christmas love. We gather the names and addresses and send them cards. We have until the 21st of November to put this together here in 2021, and as you can imagine, in this day and age, we have some folks in need this year. Please come to MyMerryChristmas.com or to SantaSlay.org and click on the Operation Christmas Cheer banner. You can sign up to be a card sender, and that's a very easy thing to do, or you can add a name to the list of those we have already set up for this year. If you know someone who needs a little cheer, please let us know. We want to help. These efforts and others that we engage in is really a testament to the strength of Christmas Online and of the community that backs it. There are many types and sizes and colors and beliefs that make up the Christmas community online. We've talked about them continually over the years. There are the foodies, the light freaks, the Santas, the elves, the audiophiles, the decorators, the collectors, and the retro enthusiasts. For the past couple of months, we have engaged with yet another subset of the great Christmas community online. They are Christmas podcasters. In this merry episode, we focus on two podcasts, Sleigh Bells and Mistletoe Christmas Podcast and Eggnogs and Yule Logs. One of these podcasts is now two years old and has dozens of episodes available for your review. The other is brand new and only a few weeks old. We're going to focus on them both and show you through their comments alone, the flame that burns bright of the Christmas community within them. Really, it's an amazing thing to hear. Welcome to the Sleigh Bells and Mistletoe Christmas Podcast. Oh, Christmas isn't just a day. It's a frame of mind. Everything from holiday histories and vintage specials to shopping, cooking, and decorating tips. And everyone's favorites, movies, books, and Christmas music for our favorite time of the year. Now... Settle in and enjoy the spirit of the season with another great episode with your hosts, Ricky Meese and Mary Richard. Sleigh Bells and Mistletoe Christmas podcast burst on the scene about two years ago. It is the creation of two radio news professionals from Salt Lake City. These two ladies could have produced any kind of podcast that they wanted. I just had to ask Ricky Meese why they chose Christmas. Not having done podcasting before and not really a podcast enthusiast as far as a listener, 
I didn't know. I just knew it needed to be something lighter, something uplifting, something entertaining, something that would hold my interest and hopefully build up others. Now, the thing about podcasting is because I was so new to it, um, my background did help me. Even though I'm in radio, I do have a background in writing, producing, creating, voicing, and putting all these things together. And that really helped me with SBMX. Uh, The other thing about this podcast for me was I knew, I knew it was almost given to me what I was going to do with this from the get-go. And people said, a Christmas podcast? And I said, yeah. And they said, why? And I said, why not? Um, you know. <laughs> yeah. Now, those who said why, were they saying it because it you know, never occurred the to whole, them or yeah. they just didn't think it would be interesting? Yeah. And it's like true crime, you know, that has its niche. I mean, there's uh, and we didn't have yeah. big media to back it up. There's all of that. But I knew I needed something lighter because me personally, I'm surrounded in a high stress environment all day long with hard hitting news and politics. And I need to provide balance in my life to stay sane. So I have to get away from that. Being news professionals, I wondered how Christmas could be influenced by what Mary and Ricky do and how others might perceive why they were doing it. You know, you cover a lot of hard subjects and you cover a lot of sad things and a lot of upsetting things. One of the whole points with SBMX, and I told Mary, and I've told people this, I said, yes, it's absolutely free because I'm still surprised people ask me that and they'll say, well, why are you doing it? And I'm like, there is no ulterior motive behind it other than just to spread Christmas cheer. That's simply all that we want to do. And Mary's fine with that because there's enough hate and drama and strife and depression and political disruption in the world right now in our lives. We need something good and it doesn't have to be from a soapbox preaching about something. It can be something nice that gives you the warm fuzzies and it just, it's just as entertaining and uplifting and inspiring as other things can be. I mean, do you see how different your podcast is compared to others you've listened to? (laughs) No, I mean, I know we're different. And I've had people say, especially when I pitched the idea at the beginning, they'd say a Christmas podcast, but what's your angle within Christmas? And I'm like, everything. And they thought it was too broad. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to narrow my, put myself in a corner. You know, you've got to be able, if you're going to be in it for the long haul, you've got to be able to have enough topics of conversation to be able to cover it. If you limit yourself to a certain genre or topic or variety of field, whatever. And I just, I wasn't going to do that. And they thought I was crazy. (laughs) And I said, no, this is, this is right. Everything about this feels right and good. And I'm going with it. The sharing of Christmas spirit and cheer is what lies beneath the broad topic exploration of sleigh bells and mistletoe. The payoff is in the surprise of connecting with someone about Christmas in ways that they never expect. But that surprise in connection goes two ways, as Ricky tells us of connections that she never expected from other Christmas podcasters. Well, the thing about it is some people will say, oh, you're all over the place. And I'm like, no, if it's about Christmas, we'll cover it. 
or yeah. we'll think about covering it. And then the other nice thing about that is some things that just come out of left field and make me smile, someone will say, I had no idea about that topic, yeah. like the sleigh, or you can buy your own town's Christmas decorations. And <laughs> I'm like, yes. <laughs> or, you know, they're so they've learned something new about Christmas that they didn't know before. That's what makes it so gratifying because you're, you're just sharing the Christmas spirit and maybe uplifting and informing them along the way. And there are a lot of wonderful podcasts out there that's going to cover all of the holiday movies, all of the holiday television specials, all of that. We touch on it, but we don't need to go into all of that because it's already being covered somewhere else. And you know this being in the news business that you kind of have to have thick skin. It's easy for somebody on the listening side of things to be anonymous, especially mm -hmm. On the internet, on social media. Yeah, exactly. you get on social media, and they they just they're so cloaked that they feel absolutely fearless in saying anything that they would never say to your face. Mm -hmm. And I remind myself of that all the time because, you know, I'm I'm sensitive. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my feelings get hurt. Well, you know, okay, so I will tell you this: I was more concerned about being accepted in the Christmas podcast community in the early days than I was with the listeners at all. And yeah. now that's, you know, with people who will find our show and download us, we're friends, you know, and now in the podcast Christmas community, I've found friends and made friends that we have probably very different lives, but now, you know, oh, well, that's so-and-so of that podcast. And that's, so you know, right. we just know each other by first names now and it's good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's that connectivity of Christmas again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, regardless of what their podcast is about or what their thing is, they're just like we are really for the most part, mm -hmm. wanting to just, you know what, I want to throw my Christmas cheer out there on the table. Exactly. And see who bellies up to the bar, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think part of the reason why you've had the success that you've had is because you're not afraid to throw things out there on social media that may or may not have anything to do with an episode you've done. Yeah. It's just Christmas. You know, you see something and it's interesting to you or it triggers you in some way. Mm -hmm. And so you'll throw it out there and, and that will in turn invite others to comment. And mm -hmm. to me, you know, was that in the general plan or is that just Ricky being Ricky? It's the, yeah, Mary's the more stable one. <laughs> and I, and I, I have to keep my sense of humor in check at times because um, it can get me in trouble. It has before, but at the same time, it's part of a personality and it has started developing as we go along. We don't always get a lot of interaction on yeah. some of our pages while on other posts on certain platforms, we do get interaction, but I think if people hear you, they want to reach out to you. They, they do want that connection. And I came from a background where we had to be very, very guarded. We were very much protected with um, women in radio in the very early years or in television. You had to be careful because sometimes you could pick up an element of listeners that may be a little bit risky or they may have this, they, they want to reach out for the wrong reason. But now with social media, you, we just, that wall of security and privacy just had to go away. Yeah. Um, so we learned that. But huh. with Christmas, and Jeff is so odd, but with Christmas, whether it's people within 
the podcast community or within my Christmas groups that I have on as guests or whoever it is, you just find that despite all our differences, we all come together on this common ground and it's peaceful and it's happiness and it's just joyful. This theme of Christmas community is the surprising discovery of nearly every Christmas podcaster that we get a chance to speak with. But we know that there are some things about Christmas podcasts that are not easy to get around. And since Ricky brought up the subject of being women in radio, I had to ask about the differences in male and female audiences of Christmas podcasts. Our surveys of 2021 showed a couple of surprising things, not the least of which is the fact that 70% of Christmas podcast listeners are women. Can there be topics out there of interest to more men? I know that there are some, a portion of a male audience that tunes into us, not because we're female voices, because I'm covering topics that they're interested in, like extreme lighting and, you know, the municipal displays. And some other things like that, they're like, okay, now this I can get into instead of, you know, maybe a holiday movie that has basically the same kind of storyline and plot over and over. It's just the surroundings and settings that's different. But when you really tap into things like that, then you're on the right track. And I have found that if you have a good guest on talking about what they really love, they get excited. They have fun. And it just, that passion just comes through. Yeah. One of my favorite guests is Benjamin Bradley. He'll come on. And at first I used to edit out all of our joking around and laughing. I've started <laughs> leaving it in because good. it's just this camaraderie between us. We just, yeah. I mean, he, we love the vintage stuff and people are really getting back into that. But we, once we started just relaxing and just leaving some of that stuff in there, it's really been noticeable, a lightness to the podcast episode. That's it, yeah. it's been needed. I don't think there's anything more exciting going on right now than all this stuff in podcasting. And it's not the subject matter. It's the people delivering it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's everybody. You saying, put your personality. In yeah. Your- there's people out there saying, I love this. And I'm going to talk about it for 40 episodes. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's, that's what else can do that other than, than Christmas, you know, it's and kind it's, of crazy how people will contact me. And it's a little shocking at times too. And some of them will say, Hey, I just found your podcast. I want to be on your show. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, what do you want to talk about? And they'll just say Christmas. And I'm like, anything in particular, but, but it just, Something has made them excited about it. And that, yeah, that's fun. You have a spark there and you have that spark is your connection. And that's exactly what you're talking. The secret of fun in Christmas podcasts is what makes this next podcast so interesting to explore. They are eggnogs and yule logs, a nondescript title for a really clever take on what I considered a tired podcast topic, Hallmark movies. But these guys have an original idea. They are Doug and Mark, and well, let's introduce them. So what is it for you? What is it you guys do on an everyday basis? Because I can guarantee you, you're never going to make money doing this uh, Christmas podcasting thing. None we don't make are. money in our jobs either. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you do? Uh, we're both teachers. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, we work together. We've been working together for what, Mark, six, 17 years? Yeah, I think that's right. 
So we've no done way. everything from we've coached every sport pretty much together. Um, you know, we're good friends. We hang out as often as we possibly can. And um, when this we, we have had a podcast, a school podcast before. OK, and we were doing that for some of our students. Um, what did that last a couple of years, two years, maybe? It lasted about a hundred episodes or so. We did probably sixty or seventy like audio, and yeah. then we jumped into like YouTube um, yep. episodes. We did like fifty of those or something like that. Okay. Uh, so what what grade levels are you guys teaching? We're both middle school teachers, so sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Okay. All right. What a tough age group. You know? Oh yeah, it's fun though. But you know, I like, bet uh... you you learn a ton. <laughs> You every know? day, every day. We oh, do. we do. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, we've, we've been doing, we've both been doing this long enough that, uh, you know, it, it makes it worthwhile. And that's why, you know, we're, we're still hanging out. We still have fun. We still try to show up every day and have fun with the kids. And, you know, especially coming out of uh, where everybody has come out of in the last year and a half with COVID yeah. and kind of uh, getting back to hopefully a little bit more normalcy here. And, what a crazy um, time to be a teacher though. Yeah, it's been tough. It but, was wild. Yeah, yeah. but we've uh, we've made it, and uh, we've maintained the friendship too. I think, which is the <laughs> the good aspect of what we're doing. Hey, we'll take miracles anywhere we can find them. <laughs> that's right. For that's sure. Right. Well, what's the Christmas connection here? I mean, uh, you know, it's it's obvious that you guys have got a chemistry that's been working in real life for a long time. So, what's the what's the Christmas hook? Well, I don't know how much Christmas hook there is, as much as Doug was like. Hey, I want to get back on the podcast again. Let's do something. Okay. Yeah. Let's watch all 41 Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah. It was a good way for us to kind of, uh, you know, they started so early, you know, last weekend in October and we're both big uh, movie heads and uh, pop culture guys. And so pretty much Mark and I can have a conversation that will span. I think we said it in our first episode, like 25 years of cinema and film and, so we can have like a conversation where we just do lines back and forth together. So when the idea came up to do the Hallmark podcast, we're like, let's let's tackle all 41 of these films. And okay. at the same time, like because it's Christmas and because, you know, we're coming out of such a tough area with COVID, like let's bring a little happiness and a little bit of joy and a little bit of, th- uh, you know, something where people can look forward to hearing you know, uh, something like a Hallmark Christmas movie countdown podcast. I mean, is, is, is Hallmark really um, a passion for you? <laughs> I think, I think it was uh, tr- just trying to have fun with each other. I think, uh-huh. we, I think one thing Doug said early on was like, if it ends up that it's only you and me listening to this afterwards, that's okay. And that's been true. I mean, I, I, we're of course tracking some of the numbers and supposedly our reach right now is something like 40 people, but like, we, we honestly don't care. Yeah. It's more about us having fun. And then if other people are willing to come along on the ride, that's great. Okay. And I'll, t- and I'll tell you this too, um, you know, just coming onto the Twitter scene and following other podcasts and the, there's like a Christmas podcast community that I had right. never known of in, in my entire life and and everybody has been so friendly and everybody has yeah. been so accommodating and like willing to help each other out and so yeah you talk about diving deep into like the pool here with all like all these other podcasts but everybody feels like 
pulling for each other and just like having fun yeah. with with the holiday season i guess well i think that's what's great about the the christmas community online overall mm-hmm. is that you know none of us go into this with the idea of becoming famous definitely not rich you know this is something we do from uh, a point of entertainment for ourselves um the ability to contact and connect with other people you know to share things about a time of year that in our various different ways means something to us. Uh, I just find it kind of curious that, it, you know, it was Hallmark that, you know, you two <laughs> decided you wanted to do this with, but was there a reason for that? Or was that just the low hanging fruit you saw would be the easiest to launch a podcast with? Well, Mark, has never, Doug take that. <laughs> Mark has never, when I brought it up to Mark, because my wife saw, one of the the previews and I, and she turned to me and said we're gonna have to start watching some of these and every year i had turned her down and i said i'm not diving in it's starting in october it's too early but you know her excitement and her wanting to watch it and then spending time with family and then seeing some of my kids watch some of them as well this early that's why i brought it to mark and he's like you know i've never i've never watched one before and so okay. we're kind of mark is kind of like uh, we're bringing him along slowly here i've watched a few i have a few underneath my belt but mark is is kind of uh what the first timer here a novice okay (laughs) so not only are you jumping into the deep end of the pool (laughs) you're doing it with no background (laughs) which i think is like i think that's why it works for me is that like yeah doug was like hey let's do this and i was like i have no notion of any of this i wonder what that would be like talking about it i mean if it was us talking about you know, Chicago Bears or baseball or whatever, like, obviously that would seem like more in our wheelhouse, but it might be boring because like, we've been talking about that to each other for forever. This yeah. is a whole new thing. Well, I got to tell you, you just hooked me. Where did this name eggnogs and yule logs come from? Because it sounds like you got dietary issues or something. <laughs> well, I have a dietary requirement for uh, eggnogs, so oh, I suppose okay. that's part of it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Mark. How, were we like throwing names around like what Monday morning or last week or something? And I think yeah. it was just like, Hey, what are we going to make to make it rhyme or something? And yeah, Mark is actually the one that came up with it. Um, I, I had thrown it out to a, a group of my college friends who all have a thread going on and text messaging. I said, I'm going to start, try to start this with my buddy, Mark somebody give me some ideas and it got it got long and it got a little raunchy and so then i went back to mark <laughs> and i said give me something a little bit more clean cut okay. he's like let's just call it some you know some things that you see some food that you see at uh around the holiday season so it rhymed and we went with it mm-hmm. and and yeah. you know what's really been nice is mark's wife <laughs> brought us a a beautiful gift today and uh it was eggnog, and uh, it's very exciting. We're getting free yeah. eggnog. So she also works with us, so of course she's listening one way or the other. So yeah, we want to thank Mark and Doug of Eggnogs and Yule Logs for introducing us to their great spin on the plethora of Hallmark movies coming out this year and into the future. And of course, now that we know them, we'll be listening along, and who knows, maybe you'll make a Hallmarky out of me yet. We also thank Ricky Meese of Sleigh Bells and Mistletoe Christmas Podcast for coming on as well to give us a small taste of all that they bring to the Christmas table. We remind you that all Christmas podcasters live for your reviews and suggestions, no matter who you listen to. 
If a podcast episode such as this one may have helped your Christmas, we'd love to hear about it. And we invite you to do the same for any podcast that you listen to that is Christmas-related. Join us at the Merry Forums of MyMerryChristmas.com, where we not only share these podcasts, but we like to get your take on them and on thousands of other Christmas topics year-round. If you are an artist, a writer, a singer, a band, a songwriter, a podcaster, or a Christmas creator of any kind, please reach out to me, Jeff, at MyMerryChristmas.com, or just join up at the Merry Forums. It's free, and your brand of Christmas will be welcomed with open arms. For all of us at the Merry Forums of MyMerryChristmas.com, this is Jeff Westover wishing you and yours a very Merry Christmas. <laughs>